It does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. We welcome all wizards to episode 11 of the Bookbirds podcast. This week we receive our acceptance letter and head to Hogwarts to discuss Harry Potter books versus the movies. My name is Kylie Hagman. My name is Katherine Evenson. And my name is Marissa Medin. So really quickly, we just want to um, issue a quick disclosure. Um, we want to create a safe and welcoming environment for all listeners of all backgrounds, cultures, and identities. We would like to make it clear that we are separating the Harry Potter books from the author. So on a bit of a lighter note, we're just going to start with a fun question, one that every Harry Potter fan gets asked, what house are you guys in? Oh, I, so here's my dilemma is that I, when I took the quiz a while ago, you know, I've always been Hufflepuff. I've Mm -hmm. always been Hufflepuff. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks ago, I took it again and I was Gryffindor. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was a little shocked by that, you know? Um, Do you want to be in a Hufflepuff or do you want to be in Gryffindor? I mean, I don't mind, I mean, I want to be in Gryffindor, I guess, but... (laughs) But I don't mind either. I mean, I feel Hufflepuff is a good house, right? I like Hufflepuff. <laughs> I think all the houses are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Hufflepuff doesn't get enough attention. That's yeah, true, that's true. But um, isn't Newt Scamander from uh, oh my Fantastic gosh. Beast? He's that's a Hufflepuff. That's so true. That's so true. Okay, I feel yeah. better about that now. <laughs> what about you, Marissa? Um, I, like, when I take the quizzes, it, pre- like, pretty much goes back and forth between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say, like, I'm a mix of both. Probably a little more Ravenclaw just because of, like, the reading and, like, school background. Yeah. But, like, for my little sister, when she takes the quiz, every time it's Slytherin. Really? It's like, I know they're pretty, like, <laughs> they're pretty accurate. I feel like most of the time I get Ravenclaw, but, okay, that's not true. Half the time I get Ravenclaw, half the time I get Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. I feel like Gryffindor kind of has, like, this rep about it, though, that it's like, oh, you shouldn't be Gryffindor. That's too mainstream. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of associate that now, and I'm like, I don't want to be <laughs> So, but, like, if you take the quiz and you just answer, like, on a different day, you yeah. can get Slytherin, you can get Hufflepuff. I've like, gotten yeah. all of the houses. And then they had, like, they do this new thing where it's like, oh, I'm a... Raven Puff, which is like yeah, half makes- Ravenclaw. <laughs> all of them. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. I would like to see the mascot for that. Yeah, honestly, that would be Raven Puff. That would be funky. <laughs> so we are all very, very familiar with TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have this trend going around on TikTok. It was very popular over the summer, the Welcome Home trend uh, for Radical Face. So there's a song called Welcome Home, and it's like the Welcome home. I'm not going to sing it because... (laughs) But anyway, um, I think it's really cool because it's kind of where you have um, this... You show this, like, ideal... What your ideal fantasy world would be or what your ideal life would be. And it kind of goes through different pictures. And a lot of times it's associated with Harry Potter. And so it's just kind of flipping through, like, what your Harry Potter life would be. Um, so have you guys seen that trend or do you guys, do you guys know what I'm talking about? I haven't seen it, but I just got TikTok recently, so I, you just, yeah, that might be why I haven't seen it. I'll show you later. Okay. But I think that's really cool, um, just to kind of show how much of an impact not only Harry Potter has had on our world in general, but just like how much it's still relevant. Yeah. I think that it's really cool to see how it's transcended through that as well. Yeah, I, I didn't, like, really remember the trend until you started explaining it. Then I was like, okay, yeah, I've definitely like, seen I've that seen trend. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the different trends where, like, because there's, like, some really creative creators yeah. on yeah. TikTok. I'm jealous of them. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that 
she, like they like put themselves in like in scenes of the movie. Oh, okay. And they're like Listen. they're like green screening and they're like talking. How is that possible? Sitting at the table with like Voldemort. And yeah. They're, like how do you edit this? I bought a green screen for that reason. Um, haven't really used it yet. Sorry, mom and dad. We'll have to make one for this podcast. Oh my gosh, we should. I've seen it where it like you can make it look like you're in the scenes of the movie. She literally the girl looks like she's sitting at the table with everyone and Voldemort's like looking at her and she's like. If That's I did crazy. that, I would look like I was like a floating snake in the background or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would be nearly as a snake except for floating myrtle. And you're like, oh, yeah. there was a floating myrtle floating through the bathroom in the background. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so this is a very controversial question. Um, it's about Snape. Uh-huh. Do you guys? So there's a lot of controversy over whether Snape is very is whether he's morally good or morally bad. Just because there's the side that's like, oh, he stood by while Harry was getting abused by his parents. Well, or not his parents. Sorry, his um, aunt his, his aunt and uncle. Yeah. Um, he knew about like James and Lily's that whole thing, and he didn't really do anything to help. Harry, while he was growing up, but then there's also, like, his redemption at the end of yeah. the books, at the end of the um, movies, where he ended up helping Harry and, and kind of giving his life for him in a way. So, I've seen both sides of it. What do you guys think? Do you think that, like, morally Snape is a morally good character or a morally bad character? What would you guys say? I... I really like Snape, mm-hmm. actually. And okay. this could just be because I know what happens at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, that whole scene, in, especially, like, in the movies, it's really heartbreaking for me to watch the, the whole scene where he's dying, you know, at the end, and, and it, he, like, flashes back in the memories to, like, yeah. what actually happened and why he, you know, it, it was hard for him to be around Harry because mm-hmm. he loved Lily so much. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like that that is like made a lot of sense to me why he was always not super nice to Harry or you know yeah. which wasn't a good thing to do but like I don't know I feel like the whole redemption thing at the end really brought his character around for me I feel like uh, part of me is like oh they're trying to use it as like to excuse the behavior yeah. though it's like oh but he was in love with Lily the whole time I'm like okay but like <laughs> you also stood by while you knew That's that true. Harry was in a relatively, like, being neglected by his, his foster family of yeah. Zane and his uncle and everything. Um, all of that kind of thing. And to be fair, there's a lot of um, that kind of thing around Dumbledore as well. Yeah. Around Dumbledore saying, like, oh, well, I'm going to drop Harry off at this, at the aunt and uncle's house and not yeah. doing anything about it until, like, the third or the fourth book. What do you think, Marissa? Um, I'm, I can see both sides. Mm-hmm. I get the whole, like, you were in love with someone, and that's why you needed to separate yourself from the, yeah. the, pretty much a copy of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because when you have a child, that's pretty much you. Like, you raised the child. Yeah. So, like, I, I can understand where it's hard, but that, like you said, doesn't excuse his behavior. Yeah. And, like, no offense, it's kind of like an excuse for all of them, yeah. whoever left Harry. Like, you can't just be like, oh, like, I'm going to turn a blind eye. Yeah. But I do love Snape. Like, I love his character. I love his, like, the actor, Alan Rickman. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love actor, yeah. everything about it. I think the movies are great. The books, I have not read all of them yet, but yeah. I plan to. But yeah. I think, like, you know, there's, you can be, re- like, you can have redemption. And I think he was morally good. I think he just made wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's morally bad. Yeah. I agree with that, yeah. I can see that. And I think, like, the same could be said for, I mean, 
I have a soft spot for Draco. <laughs> um, oh, but he definitely has redemption. I mean, has, they took it out, but... Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's true. Yeah, I actually, like Draco, too. What? I like Draco, like Draco too. too? Mm-hmm. I've always had a soft spot for Draco. He's my uh, Harry Potter crush. Um, actually, fun fact, I met Tom Felton back in... No way. Yeah, back in, like, 2010 or something. I don't know. It was great. Um, that's so cool. He touched my shoulder, and I was like, this is the peak of my I'm existence. washing this shoulder. <laughs> It's the same thing with Draco, though. Like, I know. He, it's he's a copy of his parents, so he grew up in that lifestyle. Yeah, yes. but he he decided to make that decision to change. I feel That's like so there's true, a big yeah. discussion about nature versus nurture yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, with Draco, the outtake that they took of of there's an outtake in the Deathly Hallows Part Two where Draco throws the wand to Harry so he can defeat Voldemort. Yeah. and they took that out of the movie, and I feel like that would have just brought the whole thing around yeah that just bothers me but you know i agree i digress (laughs) so how do you guys think that harry potter has transcended through time like how is how has it affected the future generations because at this point it's come out how many years ago 20 yeah i always forget how long ago it came out it has been around for a long time how do you guys Mm -hmm. think that it's worse to affect future generations I think this is where we come into, like, our disclosure, like, mm-hmm. of where it might, like, die off a little bit just because of, like, the author. Yeah. yeah. But I think with every, like, the fans, I think that's what's going to keep it alive in the story itself. Yeah. Because, like, I see, like, my nephew, he's five months old, and he wears Harry Potter merch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's going to grow up, and he's going to be impacted by that because of his parents. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, we'll talk about Harry Potter in our future, like, lives. So I think it's going to live on, and yeah. it's going to, like, it's going to shape future generations. Yeah. Yeah. And for the record, like, I, all of us enjoy Harry Potter. We all, I mean, I love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So I think it is important to kind of keep that distinction um, between the creator of something and what they have created. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, it, and that goes for other books as well. Do you think that there's, like, so it is so, Harry Potter is one of the most popular franchises in the world of all time. Like, I think that's easy to say. Why do you think that it is that Harry Potter's gotten so much of this hype? Like, do you think that it's overrated at all, or do you think that it's totally deserving of this hype? I I don't think it's overrated. I think that the story of Harry Potter connects with so many people, you know, all around the world that I don't think that it could ever be overrated. I mean, um, it's like, it's disappointing what has happened with the author, you know, because that has tainted, you know, the whole... Like the good nature of Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. But like separating the story like the story is so like like heartwarming and like a good story that i don't think it's overrated i think there's just such a diverse like character list that no matter who you are what you believe you can connect to at least one of the characters and i think that's what makes it an important thing and like the world was built from the ground up for hogwarts yeah and and, like everything so i think like we talked about world building for your fantasy novels yeah yeah and i Mm -hmm. think that's like such that plays an important role because like you go to universal studios in florida what what's the first thing you want to see you want to see that castle yeah Yeah, exactly exactly. you want to see hogwarts completely immersed in that which i think is something that you cannot get in a lot of other places yeah Um, and it doesn't happen for every book yeah Mm -hmm. like this is obviously this book has made its own way. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why it's so famous. It's like, everyone can relate. 
it's created such a big world yeah. that yeah. everyone wants to be a part of it. It's not just like, oh, five fans, like, and that's it. Yeah. And I think, like, the Harry Potter franchise in and of itself has influenced so many other fantasy novels, not in the sense that, like, oh, that's a great idea, I'm going to use that exact same idea, but just, like, the way that um, the story was able to kind of break down all of these intricate plot lines and um, and fantasy worlds and everything I think is fascinating for fantasy as a genre in general. There's a, I think it's still around, there's a museum in, uh, I think, England, that has the like parts of the set like still built and then That's you can cool. go visit. Mm-hmm. I would see that. That's yeah. really cool. Um, okay, the I'm just gonna start to wrap it up a little bit. So the series brings up the topic of fear a lot. What do you guys think that the topic has to say on fear and how we should react to it? Um, that that's a good question. I I think that the the way that the characters react to certain situations in the book it's like like to embrace fear sometimes or i feel like sometimes there's like metaphors within mm-hmm. harry potter like you know like things that scare you sometimes you have yeah. to do them or you know you have to like to be there for other people i don't know yeah i think just like the idea of being brave and and kind of fighting through things that are hard and things that really affect you but like the resilience that comes through that i think is really powerful i think the quote we were talking about earlier like that which does not kill us makes us stronger i think that's something people live by i mean like harry took everything head on he was like not backing down Mm -hmm. so i think like you said there's a lot of good metaphors and like you can learn a lot about like how to like cope with fear through these novels yeah i i agree i think that's something that i just love about fantasy in general is is being able to kind of learn those those kinds of things for yourself that you don't always get from autobiographies biographies things like that historical fiction um so i think that that's something that's really special about that well especially like our last episode when Mm -hmm. we talked about like life lessons Mm -hmm. there's so many life lessons you can learn in harry potter like yeah like how to overcome being like treated so badly by your family and like yeah living under the like the staircase like and like the the resilience that you get from going through all of these hard times like that, like yeah. abuse, neglect, anything like that, like it's, abuse at school, it's yeah. really heavy, but it's really powerful at the same time. Yeah, and I think it's a good it's a good book for like that age range as well, like mm-hmm. especially like younger kids to start reading it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so today I'm gonna end it. Whether you come back by page or by the big screen, Hogwarts will always be there to welcome you home. Next episode, we'll be discussing assigned reading versus fun reading. We are the Bookbirds. My name is Marissa Medin. My name is Katherine Evenson. And my name is Kylie Hagman. We'll, we'll see, see you, you guys next week. week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.